Maybe midnight or midday Never early, never late He gon' stand by what he claimed Lived enough life to say I heard your heart, I see your pain Out in the dark, out in the rain Feel so alone, feel so afraid I heard you pray in Jesus' name It may be midnight or midday It's never early, never late He gon' stand by what he claimed I lived enough life to say Help is on the way Round in the corner Help is on the way Coming for you Help is on the way Yeah, yeah I lived enough life this is Pastor Tanyola, affectionately known as Pastor Tan. It has been a critical eye-opening week on this week for all of us. We have been able to recognize, especially since it is Memorial Weekend, that there has been losses um, in the United States, both old and young. And um, it has been a critical time in our whole entire community, as well as our country. So I would like for you to be able to note, please pray for everyone and also have some human compassion this week. I know that a lot of people's minds and hearts are in totally different places and disarray, but God is still on the throne, people. God is still on the throne. I just want to let you know that to me, he is still good. Yet, while the enemy is plotting and scheming and has done so many horrible things, don't you know he is still on the throne and he is learning and answering our prayers, even in the midst of everything. So don't let society tell you who God is. Don't let society dictate who God is in your life and how he's supposed to be. Don't let celebrities, don't let people in the media, in television, don't let no one, especially when you have an intimate relationship with God, do not let anyone tell you who God is. Amen. Now let's get on with the program. I want to let you know, my title is, do you know the cost of your anointed oil that you carry? This has been in my heart for a long time and God has been asking me to address this because so many people don't understand the significance of the anointed oil that he has placed on them, has placed in their lives, has put so many emphasis on who we are, whom we are, and how we should be conducting ourselves in this time, in this manner. In the biblical times, the cost of anointing, holy anointed oil is in Exodus 30, 22 through 25 verses. Was created from pure myrrh, 500 shekels, about six kiloids, which is 131, excuse me, 13 pounds. The significance of buying and payment was established through the Roman times. In the spiritual sense, Jesus had to pay for our sins through 42 generations to pay the ultimate price of our relationship to be restored back to God. When Jesus came, there was no amount of money that can cover the cost of our sins. Let me say that one more time for the people in the back. When Jesus appeared on the scene, 
There was no amount of money, financial obligations that we could cover the cost of our sins. The cost of your anointed oil cannot be measured. Let me say that one more time. The cost of your anointed oil cannot be measured during this world's society domination. The price tag is too great. Let me say that one more time for the people in the back. Do you understand? We do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but principalities in high places. This is what the word says. We're not just natural beings, but we're both natural and spiritual. And what we have to encounter in these times, in these areas, you need to have the anointed oil over you. Let me say that one more time. Most importantly, not just you, your family, your children, your husband, even your family members to your friends. Do you understand that the communications you have can be corrupt if it's not in good status? Let me say that one more time. The good habits you have in God, because someone you've been around is, you know, sitting up here cussing and doing things that is not of God, that corrupts you. So sustain from it. And when you know what it is, you need to leave it. But also at the same exact time, make sure you confirm and understand what God is trying to tell you at the same time. Let me say that one more time for the people in the back. See, the things that we do, we can't do anymore. The places we used to go, we can't go in anymore. The people we used to communicate with, come on now, we cannot communicate with them any longer. Because if they're so toxic, as I've stated before, they will sit there through your communications and via the phone and sometimes even in person and over a Zoom or what have you, they would, you know, you know, pretty much sim symbolically place their trash on your dirt, on your, on your step, and then make sure that you don't clean it up because wait a minute, somebody did this or somebody did that. That's, that's too much. That's really too much. And I understand that, you know, since we are spirits filled with being, we must worship him, which is God, which is the father of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the God of all of us. John 4, 24. See, some of us don't realize how important this whole entire simplistic concept is because God is spirit. Come on now. And although we are natural, we are in a state of a body, but you still have a spiritual man within. And the spiritual man existed to connect with God. And once that, that tie, that connective has been severed, come on now, I'm telling you, when it has been broken, we could not connect to God. Now that becomes a conflict because now sin has entered into the picture and Adam and Eve has made it more and more difficult for us to have that communication with God. Now, when Jesus came on the scene, when Jesus was able to come in human form 
And he was already having that connection with our father, his father. He was able to bring us back to where we needed to be. Now, I'm going to say it like this. If you don't understand your anointed oil, let me tell you something. It cost him a whole lot to be able to beat all day and all night. It cost him something to have his flesh torn apart through the whips that went and cracked into his skin and pulled apart his skin every time it touched his flesh. It cost him something in order for him to have trauma to the brain when they placed the thorn of crown of thorns on him. It cost him something. So now I'm letting you know this anointed oil was purified through his blood, was sanctified through his sacrifices and anointed in God's blessings. Let me say that one more time for the people in the back. Because of his sacrifice, we are sitting here and anointed and appointed through him. And because of his willingness to go the distance and place all the sin upon his head, his father, our father, did not look upon him. But do you understand? Because he was at that moment disconnected from his father, he still went and ran the race for us. He still went through the process in order for us to be able to live. Don't you know your anointing oil is crushing the very soul and marrow of your life? I'm telling you from experience. See, your anointing oil makes the difference. It makes demons want to tremble and fear and leave you alone. It makes you want to sit there and do right when your body and your mind says, wait a minute, I need to be able to function in the unholiness. See, sometimes we need to understand holiness and your anointing go hand in hand. How can you be holy and be unholy at the same time? See, some of us want to dwell in the mess we used to be in. Come on now. See, some of us want to sit here and want to be able to be foul and do whatever you want to do. And God has called you out of it. Your anointing oil means something, costs something. So now you need to know the payment is high. That means your life. Your mannerism, your character, your way of thinking and your way of processing has to change. It's no longer you, but it's the Christ that's living in you. Let me say that one more time for the people in the back. See, sometimes you would go through and see. God wants you to see how people are. So you can see if you can connect to that person or you're going to have to disconnect from that person. You can be nice to that person, but at the same time, you got to have boundaries because the anointing oil that's on your life is too precious to lose everything. Do you understand the validity of who you are? See, some of y'all don't understand it. See, you sit up there and say, oh, I'm lucky. No, you're blessed. Then you sit up there and say, you know what? Well, the universe, no, the universe don't care about you. God cares about you. See, the thing of it is, is that when you are anointed and appointed of God, your whole entire oil, the whole entire atmosphere, the whole entire situation shifts because you're doing what God says do. 
You're there for his reason and his reason alone. You're there to do his appointment and then you have to go. But understand this. Your character, your way that you are here, the way that you manifest who God is in your life is important because guess what? It is life and death in the tongue. And the way that you cherry yourself, that's how people are going to know. That's how God is going to be able to come in. That's how God is going to be able to manifest and change the whole entire atmosphere. Not just for you, but the whole entire universe. Do you understand the anointing you carry? Absolutely not. Because you would not sit there and play patty cake with the enemy. Do you understand how much of the anointing that God has given you? He has given you 10,000 angels at your beck and call. And at the same time, he still comes down and says, my beloved, I am waiting. I am hearing you. What do you need? Your anointing costs something. Do not sit here and say, oh God, wait a minute. I, I need to have an excuse. You have no excuses and no time. This world is not your own. This is not your home. So don't act like it. You're on assignment and it's wartime. Do you understand the validity of who you are? The validity of who you stand for? Who you are living for? What's your anointing costing you? It's this generation that should be teaching, that should be preaching, that should be prophesied to the next generation to give God the glory and the honor is due. Do you understand the anointing that's on your life? No, you don't. Because you wouldn't play with the enemy. You wouldn't sit there and do Ouija boards. You wouldn't sit there and fornicate and adultery. You wouldn't sit there and have homosexuality. Come on now. You would not sit there and let nobody, no one sit there and talk to your children any kind of way. Let me tell you something. Your anointing costs something. Your anointing destroys every yoke. Every generational curse, everything the enemy has placed on you, the delectation to the anointing destroys yokes. Now let me calm down. Y'all sit up here and think the church should be the ones teaching my children. No, the church should not be. You should be. And if you're not right, go talk to God. Start sitting up there and changing the way that you act. The way you respond, the behaviors you have. Don't don't you don't go back and do your homework. See who used to do that and say, God, I don't want that in my life. I don't want to be like my grandmother. I don't want to be like my mother, my father. I don't want to be. All I want to be is like you and you alone. There is something about the anointing that destroys the yoke. Do you hear me? Men and women of God, it's something about the yoke. It is something about the anointing that destroys that yoke. See, the yoke used to be around the collar of the animal. And it's the male cow. And he used to have to be able to plow through anything that was coming up. And it's usually the ground. But don't you know this time, this year, this season, men and women of God, the yoke is the sin that we have on us. That some of us can't even want to shake and quake. And you don't want to let loose and do what God says do. You're going to sow what you reap. Don't you understand the United States? Don't you know or understand the United States and South Korea and everywhere around the world? If we 
should not be the way you want to go. That is not my home. Come on now, say that one more time for the people in the back. Hell is not my home. So stop acting like it. And start acting like you safe. Start acting like you're doing something for God. Stop not just acting, but putting it into effect on who you are. Into your marriage, into your job, into your children, into your household. How you love on each other. See, I've never seen so many disrespectful people in my life. Let me calm down. Let me calm down. Because some of y'all don't want to love right. Some of y'all want to sit up here. Oh, this person is doing this and that person is doing that. What about you? Have you seen so much mess in your own entire countenance that you are clouded by what your own person is doing? Do you understand that God wants you to clean your house before you go help somebody else? Don't you know that when you sit here and it says it in the word, you need to not neglect your own situation. You need to go ahead and fix your situation so you can help others. Your anointed oil. Oh, Lord, thank you, Jesus. The anointing destroys the yoke. Do you know how much it costs? Absolutely. Or do you not? See, some of us want to sit here and not understand that God's kingdom will have to work. And you know you work because God needs you to be there. This is why Jesus sent the Holy Spirit. He knew you're going to need a comforter, which is the Holy Spirit. Because when he leads, see, the apostle had, I am jelly. Okay, I'm jealous. I'm sorry. I'm going to say it like this. See, I'm jealous because they had God the whole entire time and didn't even grasp the concept. Let me say that one more time. And let me go back. Even down into the Old Testament, Israel, before they even was named Israel, they had God. Shoot, what in the world? They had him by day and by night. But yet and still we have the Holy Spirit and we have God and we have 10,000 angels, but you don't even know the cost of your anointing. Let me say that one more time for the people in the back. You got it. Well, you got the Holy Ghost. You have Jesus covering you. Then you have also the angels and the ultimate coup de rah, the resistance, the ultimate thing about you. The je ne sais quoi is that you got God. The ultimate person, or as you can say, you say person, I say, who, Lord, my father. You say, well, you know, he's just in the Bible. No, I say he's a deliverer. He's a way maker. He's a, he's a miracle worker. He's a promise keeper. Light in the darkness. And you say, wait a minute, that's a song. Yes, it is. But see, I'm a living testimony of what God can do. So I don't care what you say. Ooh, come on now. It's about the intimate details that we have with God. I'm going to say this one more time for the people in the back. It is about the intimate, the personal, the, the, the sacrifices, the anointing, the struggles, the, the places where God has had me in the hole and he's been with me and then brought me back and put me on the mountaintop. That kind of thing. That part. See, some of y'all don't understand. This anointing causes you. Ooh, come on now. 
not just you, but the children you have, the family you have, the process of your employment to where you are going to go in your lifetime. This causes you. This causes you to sustain, run away, want to not even be counted amongst the ones that are not doing right. This causes you to get up and see what's not sanctified and call it out and know who God is. And when God instructs you not to say anything, mm, 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 and you find out the true nature of the person, don't you know that's a clear indicator? God is teaching you. It's teachable moments. Let me say that one more time for the people in the back. It's teachable moments with God. Sometimes you don't even have to say a word, but God knows. God will show you all that you need to know. Well, pastor, you're so passionate. Okay, are you passionate about God? If you're not passionate about God, you need to go ahead and say, okay, well, you know what? Um, hmm. Let me say that one more time for the people in the back. Man, pastor, you so passionate. I said, I'm passionate about what I love and see God loves me enough that I'm going to be like this because I killed it over there in the enemy's camp. Now I'm going to go ahead and start doing what God says do over here. See, you got to be able to be consistent. <laughs> and for the ones that really hidden, just say, ow, and keep it moving. See, you got to be consistent. See, certain people will sit there and say, well, you know, I used to go to the club and I used to do this and that. But when you get over to God's side, you're like, oh, this is boring. Oh, no, it's not. <laughs> Let me tell you something. If it's boring for you, I feel bad for you. Because the consistency, the anointing oil on my life, my life is exciting <laughs> and interesting and never a boring moment because God is never a boring moment because God has significantly changed a lot of different perspectives, a lot of different things and has teachable moments in every nook and cranny that I see. I mean, he's got me out of my comfort zone this week. Praise the Lord. Oh my God. I have been able to mix and mingle with people even in this podcast, I'm going to say it like this. This is way out of my comfort zone because guess what? You know, certain times when you are trying to be, you know, compelled and propelled by God, you're like, wait a minute, God, I don't know. Uh-uh, God said, uh-uh, I already called you. I appointed you. Let that go. Oh, <laughs> let me say that one more time for the people in the back. God appoints you, anoints you, compels you, and then propels you out. He said, let go, as my Lala would say. Why is it we are so uncomfortable because this ain't something that we're used to? Yeah, we can't get comfortable because then God sits there and says, wait a minute, hold up. Uh, uncomfortableness, I need you to be in. Let me say that one more time for the people in the back. Your anointed oil will have you uncomfortable because he needs to place you in places where he knows that spirits, demons, they need to be uncomfortable. They need to be tapped in. They they need to be re removed and eliminated from, from some situations out of people's homes, 
out of people's employment, out of people's finances, out of people's minds. Man, Pastor Tanya, what are you talking about? No, let me let me get me more in depth. See, the enemy wants to rob the people of God of their successes, even before they come out the womb. And when they do come out, he still wants to give them hell because he wants to make sure your life is so uncomfortable that you don't even get a taste of what God has for you. Let me tell you something. Do you know the cost of your anointed oil? No, 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 no. They, they don't know. They don't know God. They don't know. Because if you knew the cost of who you are, the places you got to go, the people you have to meet, the damage you're going to do for the enemy, you wouldn't be sitting up here and saying, well, pastor, pastor, I, 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 I would. You would be sitting up there saying, mm-hmm, you're right. You, you show right. That's, that's uh, Southern. You show right. Let me move out. Let me let me pack my bag. Let me let me get like in Ephesians, the whole arm of God. Let me be able to be like Galatians so I can put on the 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 Beatitudes, the spirit of God. Boy, y'all don't know the cost of your anointed oil. Let me tell you something. I'm learning every day. I'm learning is a sacrifice when you understand your anointing that you start seeing the demons and you start seeing the people's lack in love and and then you see their mental capacity. You see what type of spirit is on them and then you try to be able to bring them out of it. You you walk by people and you feel what's going on with them. And God shows you from the front to the back. See, y'all, when you've getting to this clout of who God is in your life. Come on now, let me say it. The enemy can come in, but the spirit of the Lord lifts up the what? Standard. That's in the word. Oh, you just quote scriptures past. Okay, cool. Keep on scrolling. Keep on, you know, just go ahead and hit the delete button. Go ahead and unsubscribe. Go ahead and sit there and say, wait a minute, she just crazy. Okay, I'll be loco in the cabeza for God. Y'all, y'all don't hear me. Y'all don't hear me. See, this when people sit there and you act totally different than what the world is, that's God. When you sit up there and be like Elijah and Elijah and all these prophets that doing what God says do, even, even Gideon, even when Gideon had to go and sit the fleece out during the day and knowing full well who God is, but still testing him. Y'all, stop being like that. Stop sitting up here and having your face sitting there up here and saying, well, let me test God. Okay. While you testing God, God is still faithful to do everything that he needs to do. So you might as well go ahead and walk it out. Go ahead and anoint and appoint and do what God says do. Stop making excuses. See, y'all don't know your anointed oil. You don't know how much it costs. And God was sitting there and telling me the indecisiveness from the enemy. The Holy Spirit has your spiritual, spiritual. The Holy Spirit has your spiritual hmm, mentorship with God's blessings. Do you understand? See, some of y'all don't understand. Let me let me break it down to you. The Holy Spirit or the Holy Ghost, as we know it, He's the guidance. He's the one that pricks you. He's the one that's sitting there and telling you what is right and what is wrong. 
He's sitting there and, and nudging you. It ain't your conscience. It's God's spirit, which is the Holy Spirit and Holy Ghost. Stop sitting up here naming him names. There is no middleman or in between. There is no patty caking with the enemy. See, how can God bless you when you're sitting up there entertaining demons in your house? Oh, oh, oh wait a minute, Pastor. You, you stepping. Okay, say ow and keep it moving. See, we have been called from this world to be ye separated. That means that the whole entire time that you're living in the world, you cannot be of the world and you can't even, you can associate with them, love on them, God bless you. But when it's a mannerism that is not of you, 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 you got to go. When they're cussing and you say, wait a minute, I'm a pastor. I'm sorry. I can't be affiliated like that. Thank you so much. And God bless you and leave the table. Woo! This is what the, the oil has cost us. And it has cost us more than you know. In psychology, according to Science Daily, the technique the researchers intensified or reduced the information flow between the prefrontal cortex located directly below the forehead and the partial cortex just above your ears, which is in your brain. The enemy wants you in a cloud of not being able to make the right decisions. Oh, come on, let me say that one more time. The enemy wants you to be in a cloud of not being able to make the right choices in decisiveness. Now, let me tell you this. Let's go to Psalms 139 chapter and the 14th verse. This is good. I don't care what nobody say. This is good because this is what God needs for us to know. It says in the 14th chapter, I will praise thee for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelously are thy works. And that my soul knoweth right well. Let me say that one more time for the people in the back. I will praise thee, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelously are thy works, which is woo, what? Us, the plants, the trees, everything that God has created. And that my soul knoweth right well. My soul, that means my inner being, that, that means my, my conscious, my subconscious knows the Holy Spirit and knows what to do right. And it benefits us to know what God needs for us to do in this time and this period. Do not understand, you know, who my God, saints of the most high. Do you understand that a lot of people are mentally and physically having disorders because they let the enemy in? And then when they let him in, and I'm not just talking about demons, but sometimes we would let our anger, let's just say it like this, get unchecked. And then we open ourselves up to things that we should not be doing. Let's say we open ourselves up if we're looking at a movie and we know that movie does not and is not of God. Let me say that one more time for the people in the back. You open yourself up to relationships that you shouldn't be in, whether it's a man, a woman, uh, friendships, um, companionship, whatever. It, and it becomes soul tides. And, and, and then it, it starts the generational curses. 
And, and, and then you have to get all of this stuff cleaned out because God already sat there and told you. Look, he already said you're fearfully and wonderfully made. Women and men of God, you do not have to be able to be playing the Satan's play toy. Let me say that one more time for the people in the back. He is not. He should not be controlling you, but you should be controlling yourself. Let me say that one more time. The members of your body, you need to start controlling, even with your thoughts. Sometimes my thoughts would go, uh-uh, thoughts come right back here and be subjected to me. That's not what God said I'm supposed to be thinking about. Okay, I bind that up. Nope, that's not it. And come right back. Oh, you think I'm, oh, okay, okay. You haven't had that problem. Okay, I'm sorry. As, as a pastor, I'm, I'm still human. So I still have that problem. I don't know about you. If you hear a song, uh-uh, I got to cut that off. Oh, and even now, I still have to say no to certain things that I have to eat or I think I need to eat. And, and God's like, nope, you don't need to eat that. Oh, pastor, you ain't. Okay, okay, okay. Mm -hmm. See, I'm going to be real with y'all, so you need to be real with me. See, when God gives you warning, and I love how he does it because he gives you warning. Sometimes the warning can be soft and sweet. And then sometimes God puts it bare face, bone face, reality striking in right into your face. I mean, he slaps you like in the back of your hand in broad daylight. What do you mean, pastor? Go to David. Hmm. Go to first Kings. Go to second Kings. You see, he deals with all the kings. But in David's particular situation, when he sat there and had sex with Bathsheba, and he knew he just killed his best man. I mean, one of his mighty men. And Nathan the prophet had to go before him and tell him what he did. He used a parable to make him realize how it is a human being can do such affliction and conflict in the whole entire situation and think they got away with it. We ain't getting away with nothing, saints. No, 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 no. we ain't getting away with nothing. God is going to sit there and he's going to hold you accountable. Now you need to be able to honestly sit there and say, God, please forgive me. I, I need to understand, God, my anointed oil costs a whole lot more than I think. And it's not petty. It's not no, no off-brand perfume or any oil that you can just buy off of the shelves. Oh, come on now. Let me say that one more time for the people in the back. You can't buy this. You, you can't sit there and conjure it up. You can't go to the enemy and duplicate what God has given you in your life. Who are you? You, you can't sit there and say, well, God, you know, I can't. Mm-mm. No, 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 God. I got this from the original manufacturer. Let me say that one more time and the people in the back. That's in my spirit. God just dropped that in there. Isn't it good? <laughs> the original manufacturer had the ingredients of the whole entire. And he knows the fragrance. He knows the outcome. He knows the situation. And he puts it in there. He knew the conflict of Jesus, the joy we're going to have when he came down to this earth. And he let the angels and he let the shepherds and he let his mother and his father, you know, be able to sit there and rejoice. 
And don't you know, even while he is yet lying underneath and he becomes a little bit, you know, we don't hear back from Jesus until he's like 12 years old. Isn't that how he did us? He sat there and he lay us low and he plants us in the soil where the darkness is and lets us grow. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Let me say that's good, God. That's good. Because when he shows up at 12 years old, he he gets lost by his mother and his earthly father. And they go and they search for him. And he's where doing his father's bidding in the temple. I love this. Icky good. He he goes and, you know, he's in the temple and his mom and his dad is paraphrasing, okay? Because, you know, y'all need to go and read your word, okay? This is good. This is good juice. This is juicy. He goes into the temple. They go into the temple and after him. And then he's like, didn't you, you know, didn't you know, you know, we were looking for you? Didn't you know, you know, I'm your mother and your father are looking for you? We're concerned about you. And he says that I am mother and father. What mother and father? I am doing the bidding of my father in heaven. Don't you know? Ooh-wee. That's got to be a slap. That's got to be the, the joke. That's got to be woo-wee. Lord, help me, Jesus. Y'all don't know the cost y'all anointed oil. If you knew. See, he knew at 12. We we just now knowing at whatever age you are. And some of y'all been in this way for a while. And sometimes you let your, your anointed oil go out. I, 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 I feel sorry for you. What do you mean, Pastor? See, don't sit there. The love you had for God, the way you used to come into church and be so effective and so uplifting and so happy to be there. Now you just come in and think it's another day. Oh, snap. Wait a minute. Hold up. Wait a minute. Wait, 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 pastor. You're digging into my, my, my place. Okay. I'm digging because God wants it to come out. I don't know who this is for. When you're reading God's word or you don't want to read God's word because it becomes so foreign to you, but yet and still you can sit here and have your time, you know, occupied through this and that. See, there's something about that oil that wants you to keep being connected to God. Mm, 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 mm. Oh, passing me. No, let me tell you something. See, this anointed oil has came from God and he has been able to have the joy, have the passion, have the have the incorruptible spirit and nature of who we are. And having fellowship with him is who we are. And let's continue. When Jesus was a boy, he was 12 years, told his mom and his dad that, that I know they were like, oh, oh. And then later on, you hear about how he grew up and the mother is still there. And Joseph, we assume, has passed on. But the mother is still there and she is commanding him at a wedding to turn water into wine. And see, because Jesus was like, you know, hesitant to do that, he wanted to sit there 
and enjoy the festivities. But his mother had to help him realize what he was supposed to be doing. That is what the Holy Spirit does for us. See, we can stay dormant all we want to. And, and dormant means to be hidden or um, lacking or um, in the background when you're supposed to be in the front. You want to be the deaconess, but you're supposed to be the prophet. You want to be the deacon, but you're supposed to be the minister, the teacher. Um, you are supposed to do what God says. Do whether it is any type of capacity in the church or outside the church, you are supposed to be. I'm not caught up on titles, okay? That's not what I am. What I'm caught up is you doing your work. Let me say that one more time for the people in the back because God wants us all to do our works because guess what? Some of us, when we don't do our works, that comes back on us, the ones that are working. See, you're lacking. If you're lacking in God, if you're not working and doing what God says do, God has to come and say, you know what? I'm going to move over you and send someone else. Let me say that one more time for the people in the back because I know this is uncomfortable, but let me tell you something. When God gives it to me, I'm uncomfortable first. So I'm just sharing the wealth, okay? Amen. Now, <laughs> it becomes vital of who you are in God. He wants you to go and do your mission, do your assignment, because once you do that, you're unlocking some things in the natural as well as the spiritual. You're sitting here and you're doing what God says do. And then God comes in and he he makes sure the way is sured for others, not just you. You're, you're spreading the word of God so that people can see who God is and come and want to serve him. That's in the word too. Paraphrasing. Stop thinking that you're in it by yourself. God has not had you ever by yourself. But sometimes when you're in the valley low and when you're in that hole, you're asking God, why did you give me this? Why did I, why was I placed at pool boy and girls? Let's say this, man and women of God. Uh, first, I'm from Alabama. So I say boy and I say girl. I'm, I'm from the South. So no disrespect, but I'm telling you right now, saints of the most high, some of us need to go ahead and admit that we thought, and I did too, I'm putting my hands up, okay, I'm putting both of my hands up and letting you know, I know that, you know, I was lacking because sometimes I felt like I was by myself, but that's when God was pruning me and impressing me and anointing me and appointing me and giving me the things that I needed at that time. And in that state of being, because I became to be more a part of him and less of what I thought I should be. Let me say that one more time. God has trials and tribulations for us to be able to reach out and know how important our anointing oil is and how the relationship we have with him is so important. I can read my word, but I'm not praying. That's ineffective. Mm, let me say that one more time. I can read my word and not pray and I can be less effective. God needs for us to pray, read our word, meditate on that word. And then at the same exact time, all three of those processes are developing who we are, our character, our faith, our love, our enjoyment to know, to know who God is. And it just feels good to be in God's presence. 
I mean, the peace that passes all understanding. I don't know about y'all, but to be around God, just to know he is in the midst. Every time that you are in your word, every time you're praying, every time you're talking to him, whether you're in the car, whether you're at home, where you, wherever you are at, make no mistake, God is in the details. Oh, yeah, they say the devil's in the details, but God, God is in the details. You can ask Solomon, you can ask David, you can ask, you know, all of these different kings, prophets, ministers, teachers, apostles, preachers, even the late member, even the one that goes and scrubs the toilets. Come on now, because that used to be me. Or either become someone in God's house or out there evangelizing. Uh, and there's a lack thereof of evangelism, by the way. Some of y'all need to get out here and do what thus says the Lord. Amen. Now, and that's for somebody else. That ain't See, sometimes we don't want to realize that God comes in and he speaks. And when he speaks, oh my God. Oh, you think this is pastor talking? No, this is God talking because if it was pastor, I would sit my black butt down somewhere and mind my business. Wait a minute, hold up, hold up, Pastor. If I was in my flesh and I was still doing what the enemy wanted me to do, I would not be doing what I'm doing now. See, some of us need to recognize and realize that God has brought us a mighty long way. See, I'm supposed to have umpteen babies. I'm supposed to be having all of this stuff going on, be uneducated, uncouth, you know, still on welfare and all this other stuff. But God, let me say that one more time for the people in the back. Pedal deals. But God, but God with his love, tender mercy and grace, even when I should have been gone. In the grave, he still gave me mercy. And see, that's the thing. That's the part that you need to understand. That your anointing, your oil costs you something. I don't take this lightly. I, I don't I don't sit here and say, well, you know, I'm 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 broadcasting and doing it. No, I don't take it lightly. Because anytime, point in time, God can sit there and call me home. So while I'm doing this, while I am yet here, while I still have breath in my body, I'm going to give God the glory and the honor that he is due. I am healing from all the pain, the hurt, the ridicule, the, the disgracement, the harm, the, the, the disagreements, the disconnection from all different people. I am healing. Thank you, Lord. And God has given me a new lease on life. Don't you know? God is sitting up here sustaining me, nourishing me, giving me what I need. Not man. He's giving it through my husband, my children, my, my way of life. He's giving me something that no man can tell me that is not conducive to who God is. I cannot be bought, sold, paid for nothing because this is who God is in my life. Let me tell you something. God, I thank you. Let me tell you something. Oh, pastor, you, you sentimental, you cry. I said, because you don't know the cost of your, your anointing oil. There is a song, they say, the alabaster box. 
And I understand that so many people don't realize how much a fragrance can cost. It can cost now up to maybe $200 on a good day, huh? And the significance of the fragrance I like, because my daughters and them know it. My daughter went and bought it for me. And because it was so precious, I didn't want to use a lot of it. And I still don't, especially since it is the summertime. And it seems like the attraction of bugs is, is huge for us. But don't you know, every time I pull it out and I smell it and I use it, it reminds me of her. And that's the way that God is. He gives us so many gifts. He gives us the anointing to be able to sustain us, keep us, and do what God says do. And lets us be able to live and have our being. And it. And every time we should be, when we smell that fragrance, when we see him, when we talk to him, when we open our word, when we are in fellowship with others, when we are doing his work, that fragrance, oh my God, the fragrance, that sweet fragrance, that, that, that love, that, that, that tenderness towards him, oh my God. There's nothing like it. As my Lala would tell me, mama, they have an old-fashioned barbecue in the Old Testament because that's how God was able to communicate and we can be forgiven. Don't you know that you don't know the cost of your anointed oil? Because if you knew you wouldn't waste a drop of it giving it to other people when the enemy comes in through them you wouldn't you wouldn't even flinch you you wouldn't flinch if somebody was being you know rude or disrespectful you wouldn't even flinch because you know the cost hmm your anointed oil is able to stabilize your relationship with God through prayer fasting faith and meditation in the word of God let me say that one more time for the people in the back your anointed oil is able to stabilize your relationship with God through prayer, fasting, faith, and meditation in the word of God. I looked it up. I was like, man, let me look this up. The most precious mineral. It's a platinum, but also I looked up the weight of gold, a gold bar that is. It's 27 pounds. And I looked that up because I was like, Wait a minute, 27 pounds. And I was looking at a um, clip from Dubai and a man had a bar of gold. And if you were able to get it out of the machine, you can be able to have it. And even though we were not the ones participating or there, you know, with the person, don't you know the encouragement the people gave him? Even through the, I was even encouraging him. My husband was encouraging him. And even the ones around him was encouraging him. And he did not give up. It took him hours to get that bar. But don't you know when he was finished and he received it in his hand? Oh my God. 
We were rejoicing with him. Don't you know? When you became saved and renounced all the enemies updoing and upbeing and doing everything for him, the angels rejoiced because you came home. Y'all don't hear me. Y'all, y'all don't hear me. As my psalmy would tell me, Mama, they don't know. They don't know because they don't they discount the way that God loves on them. Mm-mm-mm. And she's about to be eight. Y'all discount God when he brings you through and pays your bills and makes sure your children are still alive and helps them to get through college and high school and gets their own home and helps them with their families. You discount God when he brings you out of a car accident. You discount God when he brings you out of surgery. You discount God when God is sitting up there and being faithful to you. You don't know the anointing and the cost of your anointed oil. Man, pastor, you, 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 I, let me, let me tell you something. I got this first. I'm, I'm telling you, I, I got this first. And if you're uncomfortable, if you're uncomfortable with what I'm telling you, change your ways. Change how you're dealing and how your relationship is with God. It is critical out here. I would not even go to the grocery store without God. Do you understand that? Not even Walmart, not even E-Mart. Nowhere will I go that I will not be able to ask God to go before me. Nowhere will I go. No car is reliable that I will get in and not pray for me and my children in it or my husband in it. There is nothing reliable, not even my insurance, not my family, not my friends that I won't sit there and pray to God. And let me show the intent of the person. God, I'm thankful. There is no amount of money, finances, or what have you not that's going to make me so comfortable that I'm not going to sit here and keep my relationship with God. Y'all are crazy if you think that I'm going to sit here and not sit here and say, you know what, God is good all the time. I don't even care if I became valedictorian over my own class and they told me not to say it. I will say it to him and I will say, you know what, in front of them, the person that got me here is not a person, but the one that made me. Come on now, y'all. Y'all, y'all, y'all. Let me calm down. Let me calm down. See, some of y'all don't understand. See, the person, the not even the person, but the spirit, the, the, the Godhead that made me is over all of us. He is the one anointing and pointing you, and you have the audacity, the audacity. Not to spend time with him, not to sit there and be in his word, not to talk to him about things. When you sitting up here um, trying to get married, trying to get a job, trying to get a house, trying to uh, move and do your businesses, trying to sit here and say, you know what, uh, with everything that's going on, don't you know I would not go out the house without God. Hashtag bring God back. It's a sheriff in Texas. And he was telling on his podcast, Deputy Brian, he said, we have lost our way in whom God is for us. 
And I was totally agreeing with him. And I was yelling through the phone while I'm in the car waiting on my husband. We have lost it. And don't you know, y'all better find your mind. See, the enemy is out here making people lose their mind, making people insane, making people and, and suggesting to people. Let me say that one more time for the people in the back. Suggesting to people they have no hope. Nobody's going to come and rescue you. Oh, look at you. You fat and ugly. Nobody's going to want to love you. Come on now, let me tell you. Let me. I'm getting down to the nitty gritty of it. Your family is, you know, why, you know, you're asking God why my family don't like me. I'm the black sheep of the family. I'd rather be the black sheep than the get along sheep. See, I've been the black sheep all my life. I have been the one that rebels. I've been the one that sit there and I will go the highway and go in God's way. And see, that's the thing is that if you go against the grain of what society is telling you, what society is dictating to you, how to raise your children, how to be able to be in a marriage, how to do this and that. Don't you know, if you go by what God says in the Bible, biblical principles, along with what the enemy, see the enemy wants to sit here and duplicate everything that God has. And he calls it psychology, but God says, you know what? I'm that's, that's still the concept I made. You, you just made it into a different word. Let me say that one more time for the people in the back. I'm gonna hurt some people's feelings today because guess what? Guess what? I'd rather hurt your feelings than to be sitting up here and agreeing with you and you going, and you are going the wrong way. Man, pastor, that's deep. No, the deep is calling the deep. God is calling you out. If you're saved and not saved, if you're not doing what God says, do come on out. You don't know the anointing that you have. You don't know the influence. You don't know the grace and mercy that you give somebody else because that's how they're going to see God in you. When you take your time out for people and talk to people and discuss things with people and they want to give it to you, the information they have is because God needs for you to download that and pray for them and let God work it out. You're a different individual. You're a different human being. You're a different spirit because you're of God and not of the enemy. My life is not my own. Let me say that one more time for the people in the back. My life is not my own. It has been paid with the blood of a human sacrifice. That's been wholly acceptable unto God. Need not be in shame, rightly divine the word of truth. That's what we should be. Am I perfect? Oh, no. Far beyond that. But once we sit there. And honestly say to ourselves, we need God back in the schools. We need God back in universities. We need God back in our homes, in our marriages, on our jobs, in our military, in the chaplain's house. Um, let me tell you, something, we need God everywhere. Stop faking the funk. You can't have the benefits of God, but yet and still you sitting up here dis disrespectful to God. You fool out sitting up here. 
being disrespectful, but yet and still you want his love and protection and mercy, you better get out of here. And you know your mom, your dad ain't going to give you no money, no nothing, and you disrespecting them. They'll give it to you because they love you, and that's what God does. But oh my God, what you sow, you're going to reap. And all the blessings that you have and all the anointing that you have or you think you have, while you're still over there with the enemy, time is a ticking. His promises are not promises. They're death threats. Let me say that one more time for the people in the back. The ones that are not saved. The ones that are in between. The ones that sit up here and say, oh, I can be in a church, but then I can go do this and that and serve another God. No, you cannot. Absolutely not. You can go and do whatever you want to do. But then God, you know, God, um, you know, you giving me grace and mercy. And I heard um, this week someone say God gave us grace and mercy so we can sin more. Absolutely not. Have you bumped your head? Have, have you really bumped your head? Have you really lost your mind? See, the things you do that are so sinful and so you know, disrespectful and everything else at King Hezekiah in the Bible. Mm -mm -mm. The prophet came and told him, you're going to die because you've been disrespectful to God. And he had to turn around immediately. He turned around and got off his uh, throne authority, right? Mm -hmm. Respect, huh? Mm -hmm. On this earth. And he turned his head. And he got off that throne and he went to the, to the wall and he started talking to God, got on his hands and his knees respectful because he knew who made him. Some of y'all have gotten so disrespectful to God. And then you wonder why the prophet comes and says, look, God has already said it's almost your time. Then you get disrespectful and mad at God because God sat there and told, wait a minute, why are you going to dis disrespectful with the prophets? The man or woman of God. You should be mad and you should be mad and upset because you were doing it and staying in it. Let me say that one more time because you, God showed you the truth through somebody else. Now you mad and upset. You don't even know the cost of the anointing you have on you. And for the ones that are not in God, you still don't know. God has showed you through your grandparents or sometimes somebody that is a friend that is, you know, in the church. And you still sitting up here acting like, oh, well, you, you know, I can still what? You don't think God don't know? Y'all have lost the respect of God, the fear of God, this nation has lost the respect and the fear of God, okay? God is about to start showing you who he is. If my people, which are called by my name, will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven and heal their land. That's in second Chronicles. But y'all sitting up here, you're ignoring God. You, you, you know, the, the government and everything else is ignoring God. Y'all think that, you know, this is extendable. No, this is life and death. You need to understand God is not playing. 
Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. That his mercy endure forever. But also it says in the word, God's spirit will not always strive with man. Saints of the Most High, start complaining to your representatives of the houses. Start complaining to the people that are vice presidents and principals and all of these play. Start complaining. Start voicing what you need to know. Yes, respect the, you know, the position, but also sit there and honestly tell them this is not working. We need God back in every aspect in our lives, personally, professionally, and spiritually. We need God back. Start talking. Start start having conversation with your community. Start sitting there and saying, wait a minute, chaplain, we need to be able to have prayer. Not just for a little while, we need to have it around the clock. Can we have a list of people that's going to pray and, and, and move heaven and earth just to be able to make sure? And if that person is not right, then you need to go ahead and skip over them and do what God says do. Look for the anointing and the oil on people. Not to serve a purpose, but to do what God says do. Not to have your own selfish um, situations or your, your self gain, but to see what God needs for us to do. Have mercy on us, God. Prayer should be more important. Prayer is the key. Faith is what unlocks the door. But our sacrifice, Jesus' sacrifice, and us living holy, that, that, that puts God into flight. Fasting calls God to come and see what's going on with you. Meditation gives you a connection to God that at any time, point, and place that you need him. You just not just saying, Jesus, God, he knows and he cares and he immediately receives what's going on because he already knows what's going on. Let me say that one more time. God is not your personal butler, nor your side chick, nor is he the person that you just call once in a while, but have a personal relationship with him because it counts and it counts more than you know. Your anointing oil, if you haven't figured it out, has no cost, has no weight, has no balance. Oh, but it does. The weight was a sin. The balance is Jesus' blood and his righteousness. And the cost Jesus. is insurmountable because when he went to Golgotha and he died and went down to Hades, which is hell, and got the keys of life because he was the life and got the keys, excuse me, of death, he gave us life. And had the saints that were down there in the bosom, Abraham, he took them with them and went up to heaven. Man, y'all, y'all, the blood, the blood, the blood, the blood. Where did the blood go? Where did the blood go? It went into the anointing of you and it's still flowing and it's still resonating and it's still healing and it's still delivering. Y'all don't know the cost of your anointing oil. Y'all need to stop. Stop taking it lightly. Start taking it seriously. And let the joy of God be over you. 
This is not boring. This is not something that we just talk about it. Oh, you know, mm -mm. this is life changing. And y'all need to know that. We'll continue next time. It has been an awesome time in God on today. And if you do not know God for yourself, go to Romans 10, chapter 9 and 10. And he will let you know that, simply put, if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus is the Savior and ask God to forgive you of your sins, he will come in and heal you for the confession paraphrasing of the mouth is helping you to know and understand who God is and being able to recognize who God is in your life. That's, that's, that's altering so many different things. That's shifting so many different things in the natural and in the spiritual. You're going on God's side and you're not, out, you're not in the enemy's camp any longer. Please. If you have any questions or concerns, please contact me. And it is written by Afrocentric Prophet. And also I'm located on Facebook by It Is Written by Latanya Uyola. Please, if you have any questions or comments, even for my Minuet Uyola or Salmi Uyola, Pastor, um, Pastor Salmi, please drop them in the comment. We would love to hear from you. And it has been my pleasure, my honor, my, I mean, it distinctly, I'm so grateful to have this platform and to have you listening to me, having you to be able to pause throughout your day, man, it gives me joy and, and it gives me great concern because now more than ever, saints of the most high, we need to be doing what God says do, not what the enemy wants us to do and don't compromise your position because you want the benefits of being seen. Sometimes being able to be of God, sometimes you're not going to be seen. But God illuminates you and brightens you where you're at. It may be just in your community. It may be just for you to be able to just make a change. But for whatever God has for you to be, I'm so grateful. And celebrate the people that are still on the battlefield. Clap for them. Let them know that you love them, that you are of God and I'm thankful. And not to be jealous and not to be inful or prideful. But you know what? When they're in their winning season, you clap for them. You praise God for them. And also, don't you know, they cost something for them to be in that winning season. So when you have to reap what you've been able to sow, in your winning season, let them know what you lost also, all right? But I wanted to let you know that God is still on the throne and I have not been able to just, just to say thank you, just to let you know that we are blessed to have you here. Thank you for listening. And if you like our podcast, please follow and subscribe. You can find me on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podbean, Amazon Music, and Audible, Spotify, and Stitcher. If you enjoyed this podcast, please leave a five-star rating. This will be helpful in order for us to reach more people and 
Also, if you have any questions or comments, you can find me on Facebook under It Is Written by Latanya Uyola. Thank you. God bless. Some face a lifetime of falling tears, but he's in the darkness, he's in the cold, just like the morning.